We focus again on Philippians 3, the beginning verses. We've already looked at what it means to rejoice in the Lord. It was our first look at the book in verse 1. And then secondly, we looked at the word finally. We looked at what the same things refers to. And we looked at why it's no trouble and why it's safe for Paul to give warnings like, look out, look out, look out. Warnings are safe for Christians. Lots of people think Christians don't need warnings because we're already safe. That's not the way Paul thought. Paul considered that to be a true Christian made one open and humble and ready to receive wise warnings. And God used warnings that were no trouble to Paul flowed out of his joy, and we're safe for us. Now, I want to talk about, in the next two sessions, this one and the next one, who are these dogs, the evil workers, those who mutilate the flesh? But in this session, I'm not going to answer the question in detail who these are, but rather show how it is that we go about answering it. So let's read it. Finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you is no trouble to me and is safe for you. Look out for the dogs. Look out for the evildoers. Look out for those who mutilate the flesh. For we are the circumcision who one Worship by the Spirit of God, and two, glory in Christ Jesus, and three, put no confidence in the flesh. So, Father, grant, I pray, that we would now grasp, we Christians would grasp what it means to be the true Jew, the true circumcision, the true children of Abraham, the true heirs of the promise. Teach us from this text and guard us through a right understanding of who we are, who we are not, and what our adversaries are. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So the point I want to make is this. When you get to something like this and you're troubled, why does he call somebody dogs? Why does he call them evildoers? Why does he say they mutilate the flesh? What in the world does that refer to? Is this like people today who cut their arms and cut their stomachs? Do we just pause and start brainstorming about what are dogs like and what kind of evil might be included and what sort of mutilations are we aware of? That's not a good approach. Brainstorming can be important, but only within the bounds of textual guidance Here's the, here's the way forward. We get here and we don't stop. We see that next word. Watch out. Watch out for dogs. Watch out for evildoers. Watch out for those who mutilate the flesh because, and now you expect him to say something that's going to ground this, which will provide good explanation or at least pointers to who these people are for we are the circumcision. And as soon as you see that word, you have a strong limitation put upon mutilators of the flesh, right? We are the circumcision. 
that is, the true heirs of those who, back in Genesis 17, practiced the good and holy sign of the covenant for Jewish people called circumcision. It was a sign that God had graciously stepped in and offered them salvation. And now something was happening and people were treating circumcision in a way that Paul called it mere mutilating of the flesh. We, so we need to ask, well, in what sense are we? And he didn't say Jew or Gentile. He just said, we, we Christians are the circumcision. We are the true heirs of Abraham. We have the true sign of belonging to God by covenant. Well, how do we? What, what, what does it mean to call us the circumcision? And I'm, I'm focusing here because I don't want to go back to dogs and evildoers and mutilators until I have a clear sense of what he's talking about. And here's where he gives me a clear sense. So we are the circumcision. Now, Paul, tell us what you mean by that. In what sense are we? Who are we? One, we worship We are the worshipers by the Spirit of God. So that's the first mark of the true circumcision. We don't worship merely by uh, empty human tradition. God Almighty, the Spirit, has caused us to be born again. He is causing us in our hearts to give heartfelt, authentic worship to God. This is not mere form. This is Spirit of God produced adoration and praise and love, right? So that's the first thing he says. This circumcision is not mere outward, empty, formal, religious practice. It is a Spirit of God produced worship. Second, these we here who are the true circumcision Glory in Christ Jesus. Jesus has become the new, the new boast, the new treasure, the new love, the new joy, the new everything. Jesus is our glory. So the Spirit is producing our worship and Jesus is is the focus and the mediator of our worship. And third, we put no confidence in the flesh. So we worship, we glory or boast, and we put no confidence in the flesh. Our confidence is in Christ. Our confidence is in the Spirit, Christ, the Spirit. So we are renouncing what what we in ourselves, apart from Christ and apart from the Spirit, can do. Oh, we can cut ourselves. We can cut off the foreskin. And Paul says when we do that with no reliance upon the Spirit of God and no glorying in Christ Jesus as our all-sufficient treasure and boast, all we're doing is mutilating the flesh. Let's, let's go and confirm this back in Romans 2, 28 and 29. No one is a Jew who is merely one outwardly. 
merely by mutilating, cutting the flesh. Nor is circumcision outward and physical. Whoa. In other words, if the outward and physical dimension of circumcision is to have any significance at all, which it can, it will get it from something internal and spiritual. Rather, a Jew, and now he's, he's going to include all of us Gentiles here, a true Jew is one inwardly. It's not a mere ethnic distinction. It's not a mere traditional distinction. It's not a mere ritualistic produced condition like circumcision. It is inward, and circumcision is a matter of the heart by the Spirit. That's what we saw. We worship by the Spirit. That's what makes Christians true Jews. We worship by the Spirit. It is a matter of the Spirit, not the letter. That is not the mere legal requirement that can be performed in the flesh. What's the key difference? The key difference is those who are the true circumcision, the true, the true Jew, his praise, his glory is not from man. All human beings, apart from any work of the Spirit at all, love the praise of man. Man is central. We want our ego built up, and we want it built up by other people. His praise is not from man, but from God. Our whole, the whole orientation, the whole inward, not outward, but inward orientation of the true Jew is that God has become supreme. So, let's sum it up. We are the circumcision, the true Israel, the true heirs of, of uh, Abraham, the true children of God. How? Because we worship God by the Spirit. It is a miracle, not a ritual. And we glory in Christ. Christ has become our glory, our treasure, our supreme allegiance. And the flip side of that is we put no confidence in what we can accomplish. And evidently, those dogs and evildoers had taken ritual like circumcision and neglected this and neglected this and neglected this and turned circumcision into a mere mutilation of the flesh. So next time, we look more in detail about why he would call them dogs.